Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to Access All Areas. Uh, another week with me, Stephen Lang. And me, Bobby Norris. How you doing, babes? I'm really, really good, thank you. How about yourself? Have you had a good week? Yeah, yeah, really good. Been all right. Uh, suffered with a bit of an immense hangover from last weekend, but um, all good. Um, how, is it, how is it seeing the first episode of TOWIE back on screens? Do you know, it's so nice to have it back because we never get to see it in advance. I think so many people, they're like, oh, how's the show looking tonight? And I'm like, well, like <laughs> I, I don't know, till nine <laughs> o'clock. And they're like, well, obviously you see it first. And I'm like, no, we really don't. <laughs> so until we kind of sit there, we don't know what's going out. But no, lovely to have it back. Great to see what everyone's kind of been doing because there's still some cast I've not seen yet because mm-hmm. obviously socially distanced and all in our little bubbles and filming groups. But uh, audience reaction seems amazing as well. I think it's just nice to have something fresh on TV because yeah. obviously entertainment's really suffered as well as obviously a lot of businesses during the lockdown. So mm. you kind of have things that aren't just being repeated over and over again. Yeah, um, true. Or just the I news. Think, <laughs> yeah, the news. Yeah, <laughs> and Friends, which you can always guarantee there's always going to be a channel that's hanging out of Friends. Yeah. Which I'm not mad at. We all love it. But mm-hmm. uh, no, nice to have a fresh bit of telly. But how's the heat wave treating you? Are you enjoying it? Um, no, I'm over it now. I'm ready for <laughs> winter. I've been ready for winter for weeks. Um, yeah, actually, well, that was one of the funny things, like, what, like watching the, the clip. I haven't actually seen the show, I'm going to confess because um, my extreme hangover I was in bed by the time it was on um, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I will watch it back but I did see um, there was a, you, you and Amy Childs outside it was like you looked like you were having a lovely time um, and, uh, and you actually kind of it was kind of revealed that you'd had a bit of a feud right? Yeah so I mean feud yeah is it's the wrong word, word. Yeah. but no I think that's kind of how it's been reported absolutely but uh, do you know what it is obviously I I was with her cousin many moons ago, which didn't end the best. Uh, Like a lot of relationships, it come to an end, which is never nice. And yeah, they they kind of, we didn't remain BFFs, you Mm -hmm. know, but uh, there's kind of no ill feeling my side. It's great to to have her back on the show, you know, and... Was it nice actually to like, because she is kind of, she was one of the originals, wasn't she, I guess, like from the first ever... Yeah, when I'm one of them people, babe, you know me, like, I, I don't harbour grudges with anyone, like, mm-hmm. and, and it was never really our problem, like, I, I would never hold it against her, what happened between me and her cousin, and vice versa, and everyone's moved on, like, years have passed, yeah. and we're in a global pandemic, do you know what I mean, <laughs> so we can't be worrying about something from six years ago, like, let's it's make true. it, there's enough going on in the world to... And there's enough going on in Essex to worry about, let alone something from back in the day. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, just excited to kind of see as the, the series develops. I know we've got a few more old faces maybe popping up here and there throughout the series to kind of like an honour to the 10-year the anniversary. So, no, exciting times. I think, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be good, like a catch-up with some old friends. It's, uh, yeah, a bit overdue. No, I'll be, I'm looking forward to watching it on catch-up. I mean, even yesterday, I was struggling. Uh, I, was, I was talking to our producer before we came on air. Uh, I, was having, I was having some difficulty yesterday. I could barely watch the TV. You know, and it's like, just light was causing me problems. I was just like, one eye open. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was a bit of a bad day yesterday, too. But I will, I will catch up. Actually, maybe I'll do that after the show tonight. Maybe that's what I'll do. <laughs> 
Was it um, was it the Kylie wine done it to you? <laughs> well, we did. I think we drink any Kylie wine. What did I drink? I basically I met some friends beforehand, and we went to went to a bar in Stratford, and I had a couple of um, espresso martinis. Never a good start. Always going to end up bad. I think like uh, yeah. you know, at the time, always seems like such a good idea. But I have decided. So I'm back to the office for a day tomorrow, um, and we're, a couple of us are going to go out for a drink after that. But after that. I'm having a month off from the booze and taking a full month just chilling out for a bit because it's just getting a bit too intense. And actually, interestingly, I was hearing on the news today, they were talking that apparently people's alcohol consumption has really gone up during the pandemic by like double or something, which is like insane. But I can see why. I think it's like a boredom thing for some people, isn't it? Probably myself included. (laughs) And you know what? I don't think it ever hurts to have a little detox, but obviously first time back in the office since when? When was you last in? March? March, yeah. So it'd be nice for you to catch up with a few people in the office and have a little drink uptown. Yeah, definitely. We're going to go in Camden. Um, Camden it out. It's weird because I just haven't... I mean, I'm there every day, well, every day of the week for three years and then suddenly to not be at all. And now I haven't been in six months. I hated it all the time I was there and now I miss it. So it's like, what's what's going on? Like, but it would just be nice to just walk around all the old places I used to go to. Like, it's right by Regent's Park. I'd go for a nice walk on my lunch break, and you know, just just have a, a nice time. And when uh, the Wednesdays are quite a good day for me to to go back. So um, hopefully, it'll be uh, it'll be a nice nice one. We'll Wine see. Wednesday. Yeah. It'll be Wine nice Wednesday, to dude, even yeah. get onto a tube again, I bet, for you, and actually do that commute, which you probably used to hate in the end. But... Yeah, probably. But but also, like, yeah, because I don't listen to half my podcasts that I normally listen to or, like, or like the music that I listen to because I'm not going out and I, I don't have that stretch of time. I imagine once I've done it one day, I'll be like, no, I'm not actually that bothered by it anymore. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I, can, I can get in the bin. Um, but, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, anyway, we do have an uh, exciting show coming up today, don't we, Bob? We really do. We have got uh, it's girl power today. It's full it? girl power today. Absolutely love it. So we've got Sabrina Washington, ex-Mystique fame. Love yeah. her. So I spoke to her a few weeks ago. So so excited. She's such a great guest. So she's going to be amazing, I'm sure. Wow. We've got X-Factor's Lucy Spraggan. Yeah, she, and she's had like quite the makeover, hasn't she? She's like, uh, she's actually talking about booze. She's given up booze for, I think, like nearly a year now or something. And she um, she looks incredible. Her, her body's amazing. She's on the glow up. Do you know what? For everything that's happened in 2020, there's been a handful of people, I mean, obviously, like Adele. Mm. That, I, mean, I, I just can't believe some good's come out of it. So I just think True. absolutely good on them. And do you know what? If they feel better for it, though I must admit, do love Adele, who don't? I'm only human, obsessed mm-hmm. with her. But that latest photo that was on social media, I the more I look at it, I can't I sit there thinking, right, that's Adele. And I'm only trying to tell your red <laughs> that it's someone. Yeah. And there isn't any part of it that registers in my head that that's Adele. Like Is this the one of her in the Jamaican bra and the is it that one? Uh, the one uh, before that, you know, um the one that kind of just literally Oh when, the if, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Honestly, I could have been getting a meal deal in Tesco's, stood next to her, wouldn't have known it was Adele. Yeah, I completely agree. It's interesting, but that's just, I mean, actually, Bob, to be fair, you're one of these people that's had a, a bit of a body makeover in, in lockdown. <laughs> you've, you've had a glow up this year. I think Adele's done me a little bit, but do you know what? If you can't be done by Adele, I That's mean, true, that's I, true. I did it over to her. She, she's always got the crown. 
Yeah. And finally, we're joined by Sarah Alto. Yeah, I, I love her. She's been on the show a few times, actually, and she's got um, an amazing new song out with Bag of Chips from, um, from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. So I'm really excited to see... Uh, to, to hear from her about how that all came about because they seem like quite an odd combination of people but um but perhaps that's where the magic happens isn't it when when you're least expecting it what a collab i mean you what couldn't write it you so, <laughs> really couldn't so um, excited yeah really excited so yeah definitely a girl power episode but um there was there was a little bit of boy news actually to talk about and i don't know if you saw uh uh chris evans penis all over the internet bob i'm gonna say it like it is Oh, I saw it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know to clarify, that? Chris Evans, not the radio presenter, the uh, the actor <laughs> from Captain America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, do you know what? Obviously, again, literally, internet went crazy for it because I think just that split second at the end of the video. But what I kind of love about it is that he's actually owned it and kind yeah. of come out and he's like, you know, now I've got your attention, which... Do you know what? Absolutely own it. Be proud mm -hmm. of what you've got. And, and let's face it, the boy ain't doing too bad down there. So he ain't got nothing to You're be ashamed right. of. So Chris, do you know what, babe? Like, you do you, babes. Crack on. You're doing all right. Yeah, I mean, Chris, if you want to hit me up any time, please feel free. I really, <laughs> I really won't be offended. If you want to send me any pictures, I'm happy to receive. But yeah, I agree with you, actually. I think it's one of those things, like, um, it's, uh, <laughs> you, if you don't own it, it kind of looks worse, doesn't it? You just have to kind of like be like, yeah, all right, fine. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's not like he's got anything to be ashamed of. So, uh, you know. Did you say he's done an interview today kind of talking about it as well? Yeah, so I think he was on, um, he did an American talk show and they kind of said, so what, what's the deal here? And he kind of was like a bit sheepish and was like, yeah, well, you know, he, he, he basically did confess it was him, but he, without saying as much, without directly saying it. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's um, good on him. I say, good on him. Well, if he listens to this and like follows your request for the old photo, maybe slides into your DMs. Ask if he wants to come on to next week's show, and we can talk all about it. <laughs> I'm sure he would love nothing more than to Chris. talk to gay men from the UK <laughs> about his penis <laughs> on the radio. I'm absolutely positive that he would love to. <laughs> Um, oh, I love yeah, it. What it's... a week for showbiz, eh? Just to absolutely take 2020 to a whole new low, to get the news that the Kardashians has ended, I have to say, I, I, I literally, for me, roll on 2021. Like, yeah. love them or hate them, iconic. And, well... Yeah, but the problem is now, Bob, is that this might not have finished in 2021. We could be going... We could be doing <laughs> having exactly the same conversation in September next year. <laughs> where it's still, you're still staying two metres away from Amy Charles drinking a, a Prosecco. <laughs> you know? Like, when are you ever going to get this night out? No one's ever, I don't know. It's just, it's all just getting a bit mad, I think. And um, Yeah, I mean, if we can't keep up with the Kardashians, what can we do? Of all things, I mean, yeah. I did, although I reckon, I've actually got a bit, I reckon that they might just do it. You know how they did, like, with Chloe and Courtney before and stuff like that? They might just do it without Kim, because I think a lot of it probably is to do with Kanye, isn't it? And her I did wonder that out of, the, out of the spotlight. Yeah, do you reckon she's kind of thought, well, I've got to bow out now? Because I'm guessing the producers, and quite rightly so, on a reality show, would want to cover that. Yeah, and yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, they have always been quite good at, with Kanye, haven't they? Like not going full on in detail, but when he's running for, well, or claiming to be running for president and all that, it's kind of hard not to <laughs> at least acknowledge it. And then if, and like Kim said, if it is all wrapped up in his mental health issues. 
there's like a duty of care, isn't there, these days from, from TV shows to be looking after people that they're filming. So, yeah, interesting. And Kylie's a busy girl. I saw the other day on the old Instagram that she's flying around on a plane that she's bought herself, allegedly, and called it Kylie Air. <laughs> now, this is Kylie Jenner, not Kylie Minogue. Not Minogue. No, right. I am from the generation. When I say Kylie or I hear Kylie, I think Miss Minogue. Yeah, I'm saying... This so, is where I think you can tell Summer's age because someone will automatically go Jenna. Yeah, but absolutely. But you know what? Take me out off to her. She's a couple of years younger than me. Just a couple. And uh, <laughs> I still ain't got a plane. So good luck. So they got a plane or, or $900 million in the bank either. Yeah, your, or a collection empire. of cars, uh, bags. Oh, don't. Honestly, do you know what? I almost come close to unfollowing her once because I thought, do you know what? I'm all for looking at a little bit of Insta online, like a little bit of inspo. But sometimes you get to that point and you're a little bit like, well, this girl, she's got it made and she's, what, 23? Well, good then, luck to her. This is, but then I agree, actually. And I think sometimes, especially now, you know how the Kardashians have these huge parties that cost like $500,000 and stuff? And it's all pictured and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it can seem a little bit tasteless when there's stuff, bigger stuff going on in the world to spend that amount of money on a party. I think there was once, didn't... didn't uh, is it Tiger, the guy that she's with, Kylie's with, or was yeah. it? Yeah. Um, and he filled their entire house with roses, and they estimated that it must have cost him like $100,000. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. that $100,000, a lot of that could have gone a lot of things. You know, it's your money, and you can spend it how you wish, but like, just seems a bit. But then maybe that, maybe that could be another reason why they, they've decided against doing the show, really, because maybe it's just it's time it's time has come and it's it's best to move on they're making enough money without it true i hope at least one of them does think i mean even chris if she does her own thing someone i mean like you say kim's probably bad out there courtney threw in the tail last year did she i think she's well over oh, actually, to be fair yeah i mean chloe deep down has always been my fave love well, she's chloe. a funny one isn't she i always think yeah. chloe's funny I think she's yeah. a little bit, yeah, she's a little bit the one that I would want to go out with and have that espresso martini with, you know, <laughs> and put the world to rights. But uh, with the followers they've got between them, any of them, if they just did their own show or spin-off, they'd make it work. So I guess it's a watch this space moment. But I, I, would, I, I have to say, I would be interested in seeing a Chris Jenner series because I, she is a woman in her 60s and she still manages to, like, look incredible. And, and she basically hasn't changed. We did a little feature in the magazine I work for where we looked at when they first started the show and now, and genuinely she hasn't changed a bit. Like her, her face has not changed one bit. Um, She's goals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the whole family's goals, isn't they? Good luck to her. Bank it's balance goals. Yeah. Bank balance I'm intrigued goals to sure. see how a lot of their series is going to be done because I think they've done a lot of it kind of virtually, obviously, because of the lockdown. So I think it's going to be keeping up with Zoom. <laughs> like like all of us at the moment um, absolutely I, I believe that um our first breast sabrina is ready to come in so let's get her in oh, amazing hey you okay yeah how are you doing i'm good how are you guys how are you doing really good really pleased to have you on oh thank you for having me um, anytime you had a little chat with bobby just a few weeks ago apparently yeah, i know right me and bobby are becoming besties <laughs> well, I want in on this. I want in on this situation. How is how is this? How has the whole last few months been for you, Sabrina? Oh, it's been. You know, I have to say, it's been a weird time. Mm. But 
for me, I'm grateful because I've been doing a lot of stuff that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Really? I guess, yes. I guess like that, you mean you're single? Yeah, definitely. So it's, a, in, it's the weirdest of times, but I'm grateful that things, you know, are, you know, not so bad. It's, I'm, I'm smiling. I'm smiling. After a lot of time of not smiling, because everyone was still. Nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nowhere it, to go. No it one was, to see. It was Can't boring in the anyone. beginning, wasn't it? I oh, think. Like, tell me about it. How's the response been to your new single, Sabrina? Hey, bestie. Bobby bestie. <laughs> I was nah, so Bobby, glad when nah, I heard become... you was coming on tonight. I was like, oh my God, I love it. No, nah, you're becoming my new bestie. So yeah, <laughs> it's been really, really good. Like I'm doing interviews for Ireland and Spain and different places. And I'm just so excited. I'm like, okay, interesting. It's nice that, that they like it. And the response has been so good. And I'm so thankful. It's a proper banger of a track, isn't it? I think like, um, like, and it, and it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's proper garage, isn't it? Was it? How did it all come about? How did it all happen? Okay, so it came about with myself and um, a writer called Ali Pennant, who's one of my other besties, like Bobby, <laughs> and, then, and then Matt White, who is um, like, like nerd, is amazing, amazing producer. So we got into the studio and was like, okay, cool what's our vibe and the vibe is garage it's like that's where i started and i'm like okay cool garage made me feel really really happy it's a yeah. happy feeling music and in this time we need more things that make us feel happy and happy feeling yeah i love that it's garage i am a garage boy and i kind of feel like do you know what it kind of lost its way for a while didn't it garage so i'm yeah. glad that we're absolutely we're bringing it back and we've got a tune Oh, thank you. No, I feel like I'm just, I'm just so excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. And it's nice that people are excited because it, it was just a genre that brought about loads of laughing, loads of dancing and loads of happiness. So did you decide to do it after the lockdown happened or had it already begun to happen before that? But it had already begun to happen. Right. But then it became forth, you know, around that time. It's amazing at the moment how like um, real upbeat songs are having a moment. I think because people aren't going to clubs, you know, people aren't being able to go out and dance, but still people just want that kind of happiness, don't they? Yeah, because it's a way of, I mean, the time that we're living in has been trying for everyone, for mm. everyone. But music has always been that thing that takes you away to somewhere else. It's like escapism. Once you have your headphones on, and you're listening to a music that takes you to a different place or takes you to a different times. I believe that everyone has a soundtrack to their life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Does it That's feel different that. this time round without the girl Sabrina? Like, do you kind of like that it, it's just you, like when you, you're doing like all your press for it and your interviews, or is it a little bit daunting without the others? I say it's new. Um, it's taken a long time for me to be here. Obviously, I'm not without the girl. So when at first it was a bit daunting, but I'm smiling. Like everyone's made me feel so welcome back. So I'm so thankful and I'm smiling, which is nice. Yeah, definitely. That's amazing. There, there has been a lot of, um, obviously the last couple of months of, not only has there been the pandemic, there's also been a huge 
move with the BLM, uh, you know, movement. Um, and, and then we were actually just talking a bit beforehand about what's been going on on uh, Britain's Got Talent with diversity. There's apparently been 23,000 complaints about their, their routine, but now it seems to become like a self-fulfilling thing. I don't think these people have even seen the dance. Do you know what I mean? They just seem to be complaining for the sake of it. What do you, what do you make of all the situation that's been going on with that in the last few months and, and with BGT? I think obviously Black Lives Matters has always been, it's always been that, everyone's lives matter. It's just obviously in this time and with certain occasions, things that have happened, it's brought it to the forefront where mm -hmm. it's been a thing of conversation. Mm -hmm. And for me, I believe that conversation in a troubled place is sometimes the only place that you can get to a, a place of peace when it's actually spoken about. Because in conversation, then, you know, people can start to understand each other mm. and somebody else it might have lived a different life to you. So listen and try to understand or just try and see what's happening. And as we said, everything has been to the forefront. So people are seeing and people are hearing and people are talking. And in regards to the dance that showed an event that has recently happened, it's a dance that was showing what's recently happened. It's a dance. It wasn't a protest. Mm -hmm. It was a dance. I don't know. I don't know about, there's nothing to complain about dance because it was a dance. It wasn't, it wasn't a protest. Yeah, exactly. And I think actually, for, and despite all the complaints, there's a lot of people that will have watched it and really, really loved what it was about cool. and thought it was great. It's just unfortunate, I guess, that it's got the attention that it has and now we're kind of self-fulfilling that problem. But this, I mean, this is kind of a, this is something that people are learning about day by day, isn't it? And I think um, even for, for me, like I'm learning through the BLM movement stuff that I just didn't know before. And I yeah, think that's, that's, cool. that's what's nice now that I am learning. You have exactly. to be open to learn. Not everyone is, I guess. Everyone has to be open to learning. And mm. learning and discussion is what will take, I'd say, us to another place of understanding each other. Mm -hmm. And okay, I didn't know that that's how that made you feel. It's a conversation. If yeah. there's no conversation had, then that's the problem. <laughs> the problem is no conversation. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. We see last week that Steps have announced that they're going to do a little reunion. Yeah. Do you reckon there's ever a chance that we could see you and the girls, we could see like a mystique reunion? I will say never say never. That's what I say. Never say never. As you said, like Gary is back and it's in it's, this upsurge and rising. Never say never. It would be interesting to see how it, I mean, it, how that would work in 2020, right? But, but then, but then with this uh, with garage coming back like the way it is, it, you know, you just never know. I guess That's you never fun, know. You never know. And sometimes the good things, and sometimes in life, is to not know. Because when it happens, you're just like, okay, it's happened. So you never know. What else have you got coming up over the next few months? Anything exciting? Just doing lots of programs. Right. And... So obviously, we've got to have a video for the song. Oh it's yes, of course. Up. <laughs> oh yes of course so that's coming up and then there's going to be an EP so yeah in the same garage nation kind of thing you know like garage like just feel good music yeah right yeah, yeah. now we need a lot of things that is feel good because we've been 
inundated with negative, 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 negative. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we need music that's positive, that will help to uplift us, to help us to see another way and we'll get through this. We will. I think that's the worry. We were actually talking about this just before as well. We were saying about how the problem is now, it just seems to be so relentless, doesn't it? So I think, yeah, getting, getting new music out there, giving people a, a really good distraction from, from a distraction. the... Yeah. A distraction is needed. With everything being so negative, music is always a distraction that people listen to when they're walking or when they're going for a run or when they're working out. It's that space that you just, you're just by yourself and loving your own space. And, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what everything that's happened has made people, I'd say, see more, like their own space and like, and like what they like. And music is always been, as I said, the soundtrack to everyone's life. So I'm sure people have been going through their soundtrack in this time. Oh, yeah. I've actually, <laughs> funnily now, literally in my first couple of weeks, I made a playlist to work with. And it's, and it's a mix of all of the playlists I've ever had. Like, and, just ever, and it's like, it, I looked at it the other day, it's like 17 hours long or something. It's so long. Because, but, but they're all the songs I just absolutely love. There are a few UK Garage things in there too. Um, actually, but that was I was going to say. So you're doing an EP. Have you have you started to write that already, or is yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. How's it going? It's going really well. It's going really good. I'm really excited. So it's going going really really good. So do you have a name for it yet? No, not yet. Oh damn it! I was hoping for not, 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 <laughs> not, not until I put the last one finished. Then I'll be like, okay, cool. And then I'll be like. Yeah, me and my new besties, because you're one too. So yeah, so I'm going to see Stephen and Bobby, and yeah, and then I told them the title. Yeah. That's what we won. <laughs> You've got a promise, I hope so. I was so excited to hear it. Yeah, definitely. Aww. Sabrina, thanks so much for joining us this evening. Really appreciate it. No problem. Thank Great you of you. for having me. And uh, you, looking bro. forward to hearing more, more tunes in the future. More tunes, more tunes. Definitely. <laughs> and when thanks we're allowed so to go out and about, and things are relaxed a little bit, and we can be out of a, a bigger bubble than six. Me and you, Sabrina and Stephen, we're out at. Yeah, you know that, and you know that, and you know that. I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Sabrina. All Have right, a lovely guys. evening, darling. Cheers. Bye, bye. bye. What a little angel of light she is. Isn't just she just emanates positivity? I love it. Yeah, um, I just love her. We've got we've got no time to waste because Lucy Spraggan is now ready to come in. Let's do it. That's a fancy bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we heard we heard that. That was good. <laughs> You're the first girl to see it, Luce. <laughs> How are you? Are you? Really good, thank you, hon. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, good. How how has the last few months been for you? Well, do you know what? Like, I feel really guilty sometimes saying that actually I've had quite um quite a good lockdown. And you're not the only one. I don't think you're the only one, surely. And I know that's because of masses of privilege, and I'm like definitely really grateful for the circumstance that I'm in, um, and like my job and things like that. Although you know the, the whole music thing's in a bit of a shambles, but yeah, it's good. It's like I've had a good time. 
but you have, despite that, you are you do have some new music out, right? I do, yeah. We actually recorded this record in lockdown, so like I have a camper van, so I had to like stealthy drive up to Scotland without leaving my camper van. So like I went up early, slept in my camper van. There's a toilet in there. Like went up, and it was just this like covert operation of not contact, not seeing anyone, um, apart from the producer and us being like. That's quite nice, though. That's quite like, like getting to go on a nice trip to Scotland. And was, was that quite a nice experience? It was amazing. It was <laughs> lovely. And I stayed at a place where there were cows in the garden in the morning. Oh, that's so nice. I've got her arse, babes. I saw on Instagram that you posted you was off on a, a hot date recently. How did it go? If, <laughs> yeah. You said she was a keeper. So what's, what's the tea? Well, she's just, she's wicked. She's wicked. She's great. And she's, I've been seeing her for a bit. So I like, but I've been very open about my life, like a lot about my life, my whole life. And this time I'm a bit like, do you know what? I'm going to keep some stuff for myself. And yeah, she's a sober babe too, because I'm a, I'm a sober babe and all. Yeah, we were talking a bit about this um, before as well, because what, how long have you been sober for now? Uh, a year, well, a year and a month, maybe. So like thirteen months. That's really, really like impressive. Like, what made you first decide to give up the booze? I had a really big, like, dramatic night out at this festival that's in the like literally my back field. So I live in the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. There's a festival back there. And I'd come back from a show, and I was like, "Where's the whiskey at?" And I was in the middle of like a divorce and stuff, and. There's loads of drama, and I was a dickhead because I am a dickhead when I'm drunk. That's just a fundamental me thing. I think most people are. <laughs> and I, I just woke up and was like, I'm not doing this anymore. No way. And I, and I haven't drunk since. And it was literally an overnight decision. Yeah, I woke up and was just like, I was just like, you're a twat. You're a twat. <laughs> And, I, and I'd like, I'd done so many things that are so out of character. There's so many things in life that I would never have done if I was not inebriated. So. Mm. But that's feel better but, for it, Lise, because you look incredible. Thank you very much. I feel, I feel in any space in my life. And I've been drinking since I was like very young, probably like 13 or something. So this is the first stretch of my life where I haven't been. And there's this mental clarity that comes with that, that mm. I've never experienced before. So yeah, it's, it's, just, it's been amazing. And it also obviously, yeah, pushed you into getting an incredible body. I mean, you've really like, it, it, what did the two come hand in hand? Um, kind of, like I, I'd stopped drinking in the July and then six months later I went to Vegas with my mates and like that Vegas sober is like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was like early in the morning, I'd driven them all home because initially in the first bit of my sobriety, I was like, Do I, am I just a designated driver now? And now I'm like, no, get yourself an Uber home, love. I'm going home. <laughs> um, and anyway, so I'd driven them home at like half three and the time difference thing, I woke up at half five and my brain, like, they were all in bed asleep, like, hung, hung over. My brain was like, you need to run. And I've never, unless there's an ice cream van outside, <laughs> that's never been something for me. And uh, I just ran. And I actually said, I'm never, ever going to do that again. That was disgusting. And I went the, the next day as well. It's actually really interesting you say that, because a couple of times I've done, like, long periods of sobriety, like, three, four months, or even just, like, five, six weeks. And... 
always by the end of it, I'm like, I'm starting to do something I'd never normally do. Like, like running. I ran a 10K when I did, when I did a period of sprinting before. I hadn't, I'd barely run before that. Like, I think there is something in, in a person that once you learn that you can control something like drinking, which always just seems so casual and, oh, well, I'm just having a drink. Like, once you've taught yourself that you can control that, you can control anything. I t- I'm totally with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. Because there's things, there's limits and boundaries that I've pushed so hard because I know I can say no to, to alcohol. Yeah. And so it means that I can break other boundaries. And like with the running, I got a bit, I got a bit obsessed. Like I did a 10K after three weeks and a half marathon, so like 22K <laughs> in long, <laughs> in so six weeks. messing about there. You no, definitely not. <laughs> no, I, I, in lockdown, I was running a half marathon every week like in one go and then I was running like 5k's as well in, in the same week now I'm not I'm doing that now are you doing weights though because you've got you, you're proper toned right yeah I do strength so I do three days cardio a week three days strength and conditioning I have a, a rest day where I'll just like walk or something but I mean the music industry has like I have got an album out and things like that but I've never, I've never stayed in one place as long. I've been doing shows since I was 12. Mm. And so I was pushed into like just being in one place. So now I'm like, hmm, I guess I'm probably going to do some exercise. Because do you I, find it good for your head when you exercise and train those? Yeah. And I'm not one of those people that can do it when you're, like angry you know a lot of people like smashing stuff around in the gym and you're like oh <laughs> yeah. i actually just like if i'm angry i can't go i have to, I, i'm there like oh on a treadmill and it just makes me feeling feel fab really <laughs> <laughs> that's not how most people find the gym but you know good for you if you're if you're in the i spent i've spent so long like absolutely fucking miserable that's the thing so i'm like I do have this like, I'm so happy about me, but some days are still shit. So I'm going to enjoy the days where I, I'm like skipping on the treadmill. Was it important for you, I know you don't want to go too much into to this girl you're dating, but was it important for you to find someone that was also sober? Do you think um, you could date someone who drank now? It depends what kind of drinking, because like I was, I like, dated a few people or whatever like saw a few people or whatever before lockdown and like I'm the kind of person that doesn't have one drink I like have a drink and then I'm like you don't go to bed (laughs) you're you're a fucking loser (laughs) and I like ended up going on a date with somebody like that sure you don't want a shot and I was oh and so no I couldn't see somebody like that but you know, there are people out there, and this is wild, that can actually just have a, a drink. Have one drink like, and be finished, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is a, I don't, I've never met any, but I've heard they exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about uh, Flowers, that's your new single, isn't it? Yeah, so Flowers has kind of like come about with this, it's like, uh, I hate talking about, I'm so much... I'm so, I'm really good at putting stuff in music, right? But I'm like, when it comes to talking about stuff, my sister calls me a bit of a prude. Okay. So the song itself is about orgasms, right? Which is okay. something I would never, never have covered. <laughs> right. Before. Important, though, but, nonetheless. 
So it's like, I didn't know she'd bring me flowers. Flowers is the euphemism here. But I do think, I you know, it's the year of the vagina. Warp, is it? And all that no stuff. one told me. <laughs> I may have coined that myself. I'm not going off any zodiac. <laughs> but so I'd like lost a bit of weight and I've had, had a divorce. And I sort of like rediscovered. I've never felt sexy in my life. Like I've never been in felt attractive or in tune with myself in that way and I kind of like found myself experiencing that and I really wanted to make a song that was a bit like yeah this is how I feel this this is sexy and I mean I'm not sexy I do like finger guns like that pow 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 oh please oh please I'm not buying that for a second you're (laughs) very sexy (laughs) <laughs> the video, the video is very difficult. They're like, a bit more sexy, Lucy, a bit more sexy. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's an album coming too, is that right? Yes. Yeah, the album is called Choices and it's songs from the last year. So there's songs about my divorce and there's songs about, there's a song called Run, which is about running. No, no word of a lie. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> <laughs> um it's a, it's called choices because it's like I had so many massive choices to make last year and I did I made them and like there's a song called sober is about I wrote that I think a week into being sober and it's very very personal and kind of sad um and I think it, it's my most sort of like mature album thus far I would say interesting so not that got, I'm mature depending <laughs> on where <laughs> Depending on obviously where the world is in 2021, because let's face it, we don't know from one week to the next. But what would you like from next year if you could have one wish, loose? I just would love to get back touring again. We've got the tour for April, obviously. That's booked in. That was just pushed back. It was supposed to be bloody next month or the month after. I just want to be able to see people again. I'm doing my first socially distanced show like next weekend, but... The audience is like 40 metres away or something. It's not... I just want us to be able to interact the way that we did. Yeah. Because you see people that you know, but there is a certain... uh, There's a certain, like, enchantment about meeting people that you don't know. And I miss that. Yeah, I I heard a thing... um... Beverly Knight did a, a gig which was like a test to work out how a socially distant gig would work and afterwards I heard in an interview she was like um, it was fine <laughs> and she was like but everyone's wearing a mask you can't see anyone's faces that no one's allowed to cheer you can clap but you can't like shout you know like it's would we really want to do gigs like that would you? Well, the only thing I can put similar to that is I do a a Christmas show in a cave every year in the Peak District. It's in an actual cave and it's beautiful. (laughs) We have like snow machines. It's amazing. It's all lit up. (laughs) It's gorgeous. And I remember the first time I did it, I would finish a song and uh, it would be really quiet. And I would look at the band and was like, these people have come all the way into a fucking cave to watch this show. What? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? And... my bassist had already sort of clicked on and he was trying to sort of like eyeball it to me that everyone was wearing gloves. So when we were waiting for the clapping, there was no clapping sound. So I'm like, oh, these bastards. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing really well here. But that's the only thing I can sort of 
there might be a, a way to, you know, you have an app and you tap the app and it, and it shows, cheers. <laughs> and it shows like a, a green light or something. I don't know, but it's gonna change. Yeah, it's. I think this is this, like Bob said. It's like the unknown at the minute, isn't it? And you, we don't even know if you said your tour is basically next spring. We don't even know if by then that it's going to be definitely an option do we I don't know it's just bizarre times yeah, I'm doing my personal training anyway just in case oh, as a backup. catch me down at the gym <laughs> <laughs> have you actually fully trained as a personal trainer I'm I'm about to start my training I'm gonna go all the way to my level three um I've got a, a so I have a fitness program that's out now it's called fully rewired and it's just a six-week program that has like strength and conditioning on there. It's also got a running program for beginner runners. So I'm in your ears. I'm like, right, come on, keep <laughs> don't slow down. And it's just, it's just 23 quid. It's like, we did it for the cost of it. It's like, I just wanted to tell people that actually you can start feeling a bit better. Yeah. By changing such little things like, and um, yeah, so fully rewired. It's like fully rewiring. Your brain. Your brain. Got it. Got it, Lucy. <laughs> um, we are going to have to say goodbye to you now, um, but could you please um, introduce your song for us? Uh, this song is called Flowers by me, Lucy Spragan, on Food Bar Radio. Another little breath of fresh air. Loving all this positivity. Positivity. Loving the girl power. Yeah. And... Um, and again, no time to waste because we've got even more girl power. I think coming in from Finland, uh, Sarah Alto. Hello. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Really good. <laughs> are, are you in Finland right now? Actually, no, I'm in London. Oh, you are? Okay. I, I travelled today, yeah, because we are filming the music video tomorrow. So. Please tell me more about this song. I am obsessed with it. Um, how, did, <laughs> how, how did working with Bag of Chips ever even come about? <laughs> well, hmm. so basically I had this song that I wanted to do, When the Sun Goes Down, which is like, it's been my favorite song for like, ah, uh, like two years. So I've had it in my pocket waiting for, you know, for the right moment. And, you know, I've seen all these drag queens performing like in music videos for all these global pop stars like, you know, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift. Little Mix, they all have like drag queens on their videos. And I was like, you know, I love RuPaul's Drag Race and everything. And I was like, oh, I, I want to have a drag queen in my video. But actually, no, I actually want to give her a voice. I want that drag queen to sing in the song. And Baga was just like the perfect match, you know, because she actually sings and mm -hmm. yeah. And I, <clears throat> I tweeted, I tweeted her, I, I, I sent her a message and I was like, I was so nervous because I, I didn't even know if she knew me. So I was like, oh my God, how do I, like, what do I say? And maybe what if she doesn't even want to do it? Uh, so I wrote her a message and I was like, would you want to do this song with me? And I was so surprised when she actually replied immediately saying, oh my God, Sarah, I'm such a big fan of yours. Of course I want to do this with you. Oh, that's so nice. So, I was so like so surprised and so happy and then of course it took some time and because of this whole corona thing you know I I was stuck in Finland and she was stuck in I think in London or in the UK anyway and so we kind of we had 
to record the song in different countries. But now finally, this week, we are filming the video together. So we are actually like oh, doing it now. That's together. so exciting. Can you tell it, can you give us any hint of what we're going to see in the video? Mm, it's like, it's our version of In Bed with Madonna. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh my God, this sounds brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That's so exciting. How are you finding the weather over here, honey? You just got to London today. It's hot, isn't it? It's so hot. Honestly, in Finland, it's like, in, in Finland at the moment, it's like here in November. So it's already like so cold and rainy and oh, miserable. And when I got here, I was like, oh my God, I didn't remember the, the weather. Like, like the difference is so big. Like you would think it's, you know, UK people always moan about the weather. They're like, oh my God, <laughs> such a bad weather. I'm like, oh my God, honestly, your weather is perfect. When I, when I arrived today, I was like, I'm in some exotic island. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we felt like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should, you should. How was your lockdown in Finland? Um, actually, to be honest, I kind of enjoyed it because, you know, my world has been so crazy for the last four years, like since X Factor, basically, I've been going like this, like nonstop. And I was supposed to work in a musical in Finland, We Will Rock You, which is amazing. And I, I you know, I, I, I was supposed to do the lead role in that musical and then everything was cancelled. And I was like, oh. Oh, what's happening of course it was a shock but then at the same time I felt like this relief uh, relievement I was like oh, oh my god now I actually have some time to rest and I really needed that I, I needed that so much and also in Finland the situation was a bit I think maybe a bit better than in London so like we were allowed to go out and there's lots of nature so Basically, I was just, you know, it was spring, so it was nice to just go out mm. and enjoy the weather, which was getting better every every day. So, and also, I don't know, I just really needed that rest. So I now feel like I'm more energetic than ever. So I kind of did like it, yeah. <laughs> I can I can understand, especially when you've got so yeah, because Finland's obviously a beautiful country, and you've got all that kind of on your mm. doorstep there, haven't you? So it kind of makes a big difference. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we were going towards summer. So it was like, it was beautiful, you know. If it, if, you know, if, 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 if we went to lockdown, like right now, it would be quite awful because it, it's so dark and so like, oh, like miserable. That's the word. So, yeah, yeah. But, you know, spring and summer was okay. I was quite like happy to, 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 you know, get to be stuck in Finland. <laughs> so how long are you going to be here for? So at the moment now, only for three days, because I have a gig in Finland on Saturday. So you can yeah, have gigs um, in Finland? Yeah, well, this is actually, this is not a real, this is like a very private, very small private event. Ah, okay. And, and I just really need to do it, like not going close to anybody, you know, I have <laughs> to be like away from everybody. So it's like, but I, so I need to fly back to Finland and basically, yeah. I have some work there because because in Finland things are you know going back to normal at the moment. Mm -hmm. So mm. 
Um, yeah. I, I read on, I think it was on Instagram, you, you were talking about how, were you in a theatre and you, and you went to say to someone, oh, my wife's outside, but then you actually said my friend or something like yeah, that. Can yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that? Because it's actually something that I've done before when I've, when I've yeah. been with, when I've had a boyfriend and I've been like, oh, my, my, yeah, exactly that, my friend's outside. What, what made you kind of discuss that and talk about how you wanted to be more confident about yourself going forward? It, it, it's so funny because it's not even like that I... W- it was so weird. I didn't, I didn't see that coming because I'm a public lesbian <laughs> woman and I talk about me and Mary, you know, I talk about me and my wife all the time in media, on social media, everywhere. So it's not like something that I'm hiding or embarrassed or ashamed about. So, but I just realized when I had that stranger in front of me and I had to explain to her that, uh, I'm still waiting for my, my, and I couldn't say wife. I just, I don't know why it was so weird. And it was like a pride themed show. So all the like people around me were like lesbian couples. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And I felt so stupid. And I was like, no, 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 no. I need to talk about this because I just, I realized that if that happens to me and I'm completely open about, you know, about my relationships uh it's like how does it feel for somebody who's not that confident like how Mm. difficult it actually is to come out every day you know for for strangers it's not that easy and i oh i I don't why why it's like why is there that shame or embarrassment or something very subconscious consciously coming out you know yeah it's not like something that i do like consciously but it's just coming from somewhere and it's really interesting I, th- I it is I actually think it's really something that gay people suffer with and I don't know if you've ever had it as well Bob where it's just like it is a block it can be like a, a real yeah. mental block because yeah. you're, you're scared about how someone's going to react to you exactly. or something but we really shouldn't be anymore we really should be living our lives it, it, yeah especially yeah. if you're a pride event I mean of all things <laughs> but like but it, it happens regardless. And I think, yeah, it was, it was good on you for saying it because it's one of those things that um, goes quite under the radar, but it's actually quite important because mm-hmm. we're all trying to live more openly and honestly, I think. Yeah, and I, when I wrote about it, I was so like surprised how people commented. They, they were like talking about it. Like everybody had the same experience. Everybody was saying, oh my God, I dated somebody for 10 years and called that person my friend. And, you know, everybody had the same, exactly the same situation. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is a global thing. Like everybody's feeling this. So I think it's worth talking about. Yes, definitely. Was you sad that Pride hasn't really been celebrated this year? I mean, obviously with everything that's been going on, there hasn't been really any Pride. No. Yeah, no. And, and, and actually that's why, the the pride in Helsinki, Finland was uh like it was last week. No, la- yeah, last week. Sorry, I'm getting confused with the dates. But yeah, it was last week. So it was supposed to be in the summer, and of course, obviously, it was cancelled and moved to last week. So we were able to have like something going on in Finland, but we didn't have a march. So it was mainly online. So of course, it feels a bit weird because I'm so used to performing at prides all over the world and that's what i've been doing for the last three summers and now yeah you were at london pride last year i think i think i'm funny yeah, yeah 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 it was yeah. and the year yeah. before and i think the year before <laughs> so i've done it like like you know a lot and i i do all these prides and and suddenly there wasn't any so of course it was like something was missing of course from from my summer but 
at the same time, I kind of feel like, you know, pride is something that we kind of, we have in our hearts. And I, I was so happy to see pride happening online quite a lot. So I did quite many online pride events, which was nice. So I think it's, you know, pride is about an attitude and it is an attitude. So it was great to see that it was still like living in us. But of course, we need real prides and we need the marches and we need all that fun. Yeah. And ju actually, just like Pride, did you miss Eurovision this year? Because it's obviously the first year there was no Eurovision. I know you're a big fan. <laughs> well, well of, it's competing. Course, <laughs> of course. And I thought it was a weird dis decision from them, actually. I mean, not that they would have, you know, like I, I, I didn't expect to have like this real Eurovision event, but like, why didn't they just do it online like everything else? That would have been really like modern way of, of dealing with it. Like, all the countries could have done the performance in their own home studios. Like, mm. So we could have, you know, you could have had like Eurovision in a new way, which would have been quite, quite nice. I but... wonder if it's because there's so many countries to have it organized quite quickly, wasn't it? Between the time of... Probably. The... That would have probably been... But anyway, I mean, I'm a massive Eurovision fan. So I, <laughs> yeah. I was devastated when it was cancelled. So yeah. I'm hoping that next year it will be back. Um, yeah, is, is there any chance of you competing again? Um, I think probably, yeah, sometimes. Really? Because, you know, I, well, I hope my life will be a long life and there are so many years to come. So, but maybe not yet, but maybe when I'm like, you know, like this old diva. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in a really like long flowing gown. I can see it. Yeah. I can totally see it, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows, you know. And hmm. um, what else have you got coming up in the next few months? So basically now it's all about when the sun goes down and doing the music video. And actually we have a tour in the making as well. So me and Baga would love to do this tour in bed with Sarah and Baga tour oh together. Yes, this sounds so good. I am there. I know. I know. So, but it's all about this Corona thing now. We're just like trying to make it, make it happen as soon as possible. Um, yeah. And then, I do have, I do have some plans, but I can't really like mm, announce them okay. yet. Got it. But, Got it. And also, you know, during Corona, I I built my own online school, which I'm really proud about. So nofearschool.com, because I've, you know, I, people always ask me for singing tips, and okay. <laughs> I've spent years studying my voice and also I've been actually I was a singing teacher before I you know started doing this performing thing full-time yeah. so I I built like during corona when everything was cancelled I felt really creative and I built an online school so it's a five-week Sarah Alto singing masterclass where I'm teaching people everything that I know about singing which wow. is a lot so it's a really like a big big course but people have loved it so I think I'm gonna be developing that side as well now this year still because there isn't that many gigs so I have time to do the things like these that I don't usually have time for so Hmm. Yeah, that sounds Maybe. great. Um, yeah. You've got keep your fingers in many pies, and especially now, like you said. <laughs> exactly, that's true. That's true. And I, I, I love to do so many things, and Corona kind of gave me that opportunity to do something new and fresh, which feels good because now I miss performing more than ever. So it's good to have that balance and doing something else as well. Yeah, definitely.
Um, well, thanks so much for speaking to us, Sarah. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, can you please introduce your song uh, for us? Hi, I'm Sarah Alto, and this is When the Sun Goes Down by me and Vega Chicks. I don't want to be alone, I don't want to be alone tonight. Proper girl power. Absolutely. Um, well, another excellent show. Uh, so what have you got coming up this week, Bob? So I'm going to um, like a, a little manor place for, for an evening over the weekend. Which Ooh, lovely. Nice. Is this just with the BF? With the BF and uh, with a couple of the, the guys from work. So lovely. just another little staycation just for the one night. So that would be really nice. Really looking forward to that. How about yeah. you? Well, back in the office tomorrow, which is exciting. Back in the office tomorrow, then one last blowout night, and then I'm going to have a super quiet weekend. I've decided I, I might even not see anyone. I'm just going to have one of those weekends where I just watch loads of TV. I'm just going to have a really nice, quiet time, do some cooking. Just Ooh. one of those weekends. You know, I'm, I'm really in the mood to not see anyone, to just hunker down and just have a nice little little quiet one. So hopefully when we like speak that. next week, I will have actually kept to, kept to it and not had a huge blowout and got really <laughs> pissed and been in the pub and all that. So we'll see. <laughs> well, enjoy your wine Wednesday tomorrow. I will. And, and you enjoy your, your night away. Thank you so much, baby. And I'll speak to you next week. Till next week, babe. Bye. Bye.